Welcome to the Haters Hangout Podcast with Haters of the Year, Ben and Travis. You know the drill. We're taking on all the stuff that got us shaking our heads and getting under our skin. From viral trends to generational debates, we're airing it all out. Get ready for some candid chatter, spicy takes, and the kind of honesty missing from conversations in 2023. Yo, we are back. We're back, baby. Travis and Ben in the building. Two, wait, tomorrow's Halloween. Tomorrow's Halloween. So we're, it's all Hollow's Eve day. Mischief night. I hate, yo, I used to love Mischief night as a kid. And I was on the dumb like, little fucking kids. They show up on my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> Hating them little kids again. Did, did you ever do anything for Mischief night? Oh, absolutely, man. I got a great story about that, too. Go for I'll, it. I'll be real quick. You have to share it. I was out with uh, like four guys and uh, <laughs> we were doing mischief night stuff, throwing eggs at houses. I was egging like my neighbor's houses. Jesus. Like, I had a crush on You're evil. Whatever. <laughs> kid. Um, That's one way so, to show it. So here's a quick version of the night. So we all get back to my house just chilling. There's a police helicopter flying around and we start trying to get the police helicopters like uh, attention. So we start waving our hands around and they fucking put the spotlight on us. That is the brightest thing I have ever seen in the darkness, bro. It lit the whole block up. I was shook. Damn. Wait, (laughs) did you get in trouble? Did they send cops over to your house or something? No, I think they were just fucking with us. Oh. See some kids outside, flashlights on them, give them a story to tell. Now it's on a podcast a few years later. Um. (laughs) Yeah, I didn't. I never really participated in Mischief Night because I was always afraid that my house would be one that would get fucked with and I would kind of be more of the um, on watch, on guard duty type of kid. (laughs) (laughs) You're not going to get my house. Not going to get my house. I know what it is. (laughs) One year, I went out with one of my best buddies, though, and he wanted to, you know, partake in the festivities, if you want to call it that. And um, it was dumb. We, like, toilet papered a house. And um, I didn't really know the people, but he wanted. He insisted on doing it. He said something like, um, "They hate kids or they hate Jews or something." I swear he said they hate Jews, but he's like, "I think he's a Nazi." I was like, "Okay, <laughs> yeah, let's get this guy's house." So he did some like t- toilet paper or something. It was just like some old dudes, old dude, whatever, cleaning up, and I felt kind of bad. <laughs> I was like, "I'm never doing this again. This is dumb." Uh, now it's one of those memories that keep you up at night every now and then. You'll be chilling there, getting ready for bed, and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, I really fucking TP'd this old dude's house. What an asshole I am. <laughs> yeah, I did feel like an asshole, especially because it wasn't like... I, I guess I was also like led to believe that this guy was so much worse than he was, and he just had to clean up a stupid toilet paper. And you know what? As I've gotten older... I realized the value of toilet paper, and that was a big waste of toilet paper. <laughs> Do you remember during COVID? That was like yeah, right. gold for people. <laughs> you thinking about 2020? You're like, damn, money up this bitch, dude. I got the Terminator machine. I went back in time, future Ben Daly. Well, I just gave out my name, so goes back in time to stop young Ben from toilet papering and wasting all that double ply. <laughs> like what but um yeah no i always look forward to halloween love 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 halloween but the night before mischief night was always a dud or you know i didn't i don't know i i was more of the halloween vigilante than the halloween joker yeah and um i don't know but like uh halloween's lost a lot of its spirit it may be because i'm much older now but I asked my father every year, like, hey, did any kids come by this year? And he's like, nope, no kids are coming by anymore. Yeah. And I feel like these kids aren't, like, out here in the streets hunting for candy like we used to. We used to be like. Oh, yeah. Nah, we used to be out in these streets, pillowcases, boxes of candy. Yes. You know, we're, like, hunting, hunting. Parents knew, like, the best blocks. Like, yes. Parents used to get involved. Like, you got to go to this street, this street, this street. I'll drive up and down. And then once you're done, we'll hit the next block. Yep. Like. Halloween used to be a thing now, and all I'm seeing now in a lot of these towns is, uh, one, sometimes they'll cancel Halloween and put it on a specific day, and then kids will do, like, a trunk or treat. Uh, oh, I, I let's talk that. about that in a second. But, yeah, you're right. I, I'm seeing it, too. Um, I, I mean, we had strategies for getting more candy. Yeah. You know, like, even, you know, fill up your thing and then dump it into this pillowcase or something and then when you go to the next house you've got like an almost empty jack-o'-lantern thing or a, a bag oh, oh let me give you some extra candy you didn't Ready get that to much rock. tonight 
ready to rock. Yeah, and then you always had you always feared a couple bigger kids maybe like trying to rob you for your candy. Right? Yeah, but I mean I don't know. It's part of growing up, and it was so much fun though going to house to house, house. finding out different uh, routes, um, seeing other people's costumes. Yes, so My much favorite fun. Thing was when you say trick or treat at the door. And then the owner of the house would be like, before I give you candy, show me a trick. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, Oh. super panicked. And I'm like, I could do this thing where I could put my hand on the ground and twist my arm all the way. Oh, my God. (laughs) Yo, that's great. I I don't think I've ever been challenged like that before. Really? Really? Yeah, I missed out. But I did love Halloween growing up. I loved Halloween as an adult, too, because Halloween parties are awesome. They really are. They are the pinnacle of, well, I don't want to say the pinnacle of adulthood parties, because that pre-Thanksgiving night party is something else. Oh, um, that's true. That's true. Uh, Halloween parties are great, man, because I, I love dressing up. I like being around people who who are of our age and of our maturity who are kind of like cutting loose. Just know? having fun. Have a good time. Yeah. yeah. Wear a cool costume. Um, and just, you know, have good drinks, have good food, have good time. Everybody goes home cool. Um, I would love to go to more Halloween parties um, in the future and, and I mean, just be a part of the whole thing, man. I feel like uh, these Halloween parties are exactly what cons are for adults who don't oh. like comic books. And yeah, comic like cons. Yeah, yeah. They go to these like Halloween parties and cosplay. Like, this is the shit. I love this. Yeah. Yo, go to Comic Con. You'd love it even more. Yeah, true. <laughs> How I mean, ha- Halloween parties were like cosplay before Comic Con cosplay was a Absolutely. thing. But no, that's a good point. Um, speaking of good points, I want to go back. Rewind. Speaking of. <laughs> using that terminator time travel machine trunk or treat i was just talking about this this week uh past weekend i saw a trunk or treat going on at a local uh i think it was a church parking lot i i don't i don't like i don't like it and it's sad that that's kind of maybe that's because of the way the world is now and parents don't trust their kids out on the streets but i was like why trunk or treat they're like um because it's safer like with the candy because pe- you don't know what you're getting from the candy. And I'm like, yeah, but, but it seems like it's it more dangerous to me. You think so? Why? I'll tell you why. Because it, a trunk or treat, you still don't know who gave you certain candy. It's just, I mean, like, it's the same thing as if you went from door to door. You'd be like, okay, yeah, this house gave this. Or maybe forget. Or this car gave this. Or maybe forget. But it's, all, it's still like a community thing, right? The only difference is somebody from Trunk or Treat might put a razor blade in your apple and drive off and never be seen or have someone else's car or whatever. Fucking Mr. Smith, you're like, he's not moving. He ain't leaving tomorrow. <laughs> if he's the guy who fucking messed with the candy or something you know like you know who it is like everybody knows who it is and he can't go nowhere that should never happen when we were kids no one ever got like (laughs) you remember the warnings too yeah every night before halloween it was like keep an eye out for you know razors or needles uh open candy don't touch it throw it out immediately these are the popular candies that might have drugs in them (laughs) Some shit like that. Do you know what I thought would have been the biggest thing for kids our age when we were trick or treating to worry about? What? Is kids getting hit by fucking cars. That's the <laughs> right. Threat. And, and that never happened. Like That never happened either. I never heard one time of a kid getting hit by a car while we were trick or treating when it definitely should have. <laughs> you would think so, right? People Yo, dressed in we, dark, in the dark, and. Bro, running around. Remember, running around. Sprinted yeah. house to house. Sprinting. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. across streets, hopping in cars, hopping out of cars. The threat was in the car. And it never happened, bro. I, I just don't. Um, That's I mean, true. I'm not a parent, right? I don't, I don't understand, you know, what it means to have a kid. But I don't see why things are like, I don't want my kid outside. I mean, I guess people are worried about kids getting grabbed up. But, yo. Go with them. Trick-or-treating solo. Like, you always yeah. minimum three deep minimum three yeah and if you're that worried go with them or drive behind them in a car yeah that's what we did parents always took turns like every halloween who's yo i feel like parents used to be more communicative like they like they knew each other better and they were around each other more and they saw each other more they definitely did um i read this study and i believe it because i've seen it too um you know with my own family and stuff but it used to be 
uh man maybe it was up until like the 80s or 90s that a person in a community would know like 80 percent of people would say like they know all their neighbors and they would consider them like friends or something like that right and now you can live in a community for 10 years and never really know your neighbor's name or have ever been over there for dinner or even be friends with them or know them or trust them um yeah like that whole sense of community is definitely eroded oh, and terrible, man. it's sad and you know what else is sad that kids don't get to have like those same experiences as we did for halloween and that innocence is kind of like lost and now they're growing up to be uh school shooters and instagram and only fan thoughts surprise surprise Jokes on you, parents. Look what you've done. <laughs> you thought you were protecting them, and you made it worse. It's terrible, man. These little kids are just grown adults now, fighting environmental, are becoming environmentalists and becoming um, what is it called? Uh, boring. Yeah, it's just super boring, man. I remember when I was growing up that I knew all my friends, brothers and sisters. Like they were basically my older brothers and sisters because they had to like look after us. I knew all my friends' parents, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Whoever, Miss, Mr. and Mrs. Whoever again. Like, you knew the parents. The parents knew you. The parents would call your parents like, hey, can Travis stay for dinner tonight? And we're having X, Y, Z. And parents would always talk about how good the kids were and stuff like Like, yo, real community shit, bro. Real mm, community mm-hmm. shit. I don't know why when I'm talking about this, I always think of uh, my friend Sam. I don't, say, I don't want to say his last name. His family was awesome. His uh, older sister was a fencer. Wow. Um, she was always, like, super nice to us, super sweet for us. Even, like, when she saw us, like, out and about, like, when we'd hang out in the mall. Cause she was, like, just, like, two or three grades ahead of us. She'd always look out for us, like, buy something to drink or eat. Like, That's you know, cool. That kind of shit, Mad bro. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff, man. I don't think that happens anymore. I don't think older brothers and sisters are looking out for their uh, youngers like that. Probably right. It's sad. Ah, it's sad. It really is sad. And we've replaced all that stuff with social media and TV, I guess. Internet. I don't know, man. It, it just feels. I don't know. I'm not a kid, so I don't really know. I feel like I want to talk to like a high school. Like, yo, what's it like now? Yeah. And you know what? I wonder if they would even know because they've never experienced the highs of getting ready for Halloween and then going out there in, in the streets. I mean, that was like. I was like pinnacle of being a kid, man. It really was. That and uh, Christmas morning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, and being yeah. able to talk to everybody and see what everybody got. Poof. Yeah. A one. Like, how do kids who who aren't involved in sports uh, have, like, close friends? And well. And families to other families. Yeah, I guess it it's probably is different now. Maybe harder. Mm-hmm. But we, kinda, we really screwed the pooch on this one, then. Yeah, I mean, I guess, man, I, I really want to talk to a parent about it, how they justify it. Because when I was talking about trunk or treat with someone over the weekend and about like its validity and how it compares to the real thing, in my opinion, it's not the same. So I'm not, I'm gonna say it's it's fake Halloween trick or treating, but um. The defense always seems to be like it's safer for the kids, but have we failed? Like, know. is it though? Like, yeah. Like, how how are things more dangerous now? Are there more pedophiles? Are there like more people kidnapping kids? You know what we should do, bro? We should pull uh, two two different parents from our two different friend groups mm-hmm. from the penguins and from the goldfish. <laughs> have y'all have y'all listened and catch on yes our two friend groups are penguins and goldfish <laughs> for different reasons obviously yeah <laughs> well we can pull maybe some parents from them we can have a conversation about uh how times have changed from when they were kids to now and how they kind of see the world yeah maybe the news is made the news media and social media has made people think it's more dangerous and look i'm not going to disagree and say it's not more dangerous but in a way <clears throat> I feel like our fear of what we think is out there actually takes away from the, I don't know if innocence is the right word, but like the, the whole, all the great things about what it meant for us to grow up being a kid. Yeah, when just... you, like 
Think about a kid today who's one of our friend's kids. We'll say he's um, a fifth grader or a f- third grader. We'll say third grade. When he finishes high school and then he's on a podcast or something and they're reminiscing about Halloween or something like that, like they're, they're going to have so few stories and so few experiences that are really awesome and admirable, I, I think. Because everything's been um, controlled, like controlled environments for them. And, yeah, yeah. And like, I don't know. It just seems weird to me. Bro, I, I like when you grew up as a kid, I always remember uh, just having like your little friend group on the block of kids. Yeah. Like everybody's around the same age group. I remember running to my friend Marcus's house. He lived right in front of me. I would literally put on sneakers, run out my front door, run across the street, run to his front door and knock on his door. And then <laughs> we'd play like video games. And it wouldn't be like bullshit like I hate saying it like this, but it wouldn't be bullshit like Call of Duty. We play like games like Skitchin and uh, I don't know if people know what that is. It's like a rollerblading game. Um Resident Evil Two, like I'd watch oh, yeah. play those games and things like that, and we talk all night and have a good time. I feel like kids like don't do that because they can just play in their own house and play like Call of Duty or Fortnite and that's like it. So the stories of childhood growing up isn't even there. Like, you know, kids don't even play outside anymore. Like, they're not no, barely at all doing anything. Yeah. Like, I don't see bikes. I don't see a lot of that stuff. And I just wonder, like, what is their, what is their life like right now? Like, what is their thing? What is their story building uh, activities? And I guess it's just online insulting each other online on tiktok on uh, instagram i guess that's it yeah they're assholes online and video games <laughs> I re- no, there's no cover man people are <laughs> yo man i was i was on tiktok today right yeah and yeah these girls were this girl was talking about how um this old basketball player you know joe smith he was like the number one pick back in like 96 or something like that mm-hmm. so apparently his wife um started only fans and the girl was like, oh, um, she started OnlyFans because Joe Smith wasn't doing the things to take care of her. And I'm like, what? I don't understand this. So I looked up the actual whole situation, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I looked it up. It turns out that she's had other jobs. Um, she only got, she has an OnlyFans, but was hiding it from her husband. And the whole issue took place because he found out that she had an OnlyFans. And then I looked up like how much Joe Smith made over the years. $62 million. Wow. $62 million? $62 million. So you're telling me that this man wasn't taking care of his wife enough that he had to, that she had to secretly get her own OnlyFans? That's fucked up. And then her whole thing was like, yo, I can do, I should be able to do whatever I want. Like, yeah. Yeah, if you're going to bring money into the family and not tell your husband that you're doing it by becoming a sex worker, that seems a little crazy to me. And that's what I said online. I was like, yo, I don't understand this whole thing. Like, she was hiding the fact that she was having OnlyFans. This girl went on her own thing. Oh, you're one of those kind of guys who uh, won't respect what women do. Da, 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 da. I'm like, yo, I don't understand it. If you're going to post something online and not expect people to comment, why are you being disrespectful? Like, I don't understand why people do that. No response, of course. Because that's how you disarm people like that. Like, you come respectful, and then they say something disrespectful to you. And then it's just a crazy place, bro. Yo, I have another story that I need to tell you, too, bro. (laughs) Can I just make one comment? Because that's crazy. Uh, She probably, maybe she felt, I don't know if emasculated is the right word, but you know she probably wanted to do her own thing but i looked it up while you were talking i just wanted to see if i could find anything extra to add to the conversation she said something like it's my body my fucking choice and she has no regrets over doing this but why are you hiding in the first place then you know (laughs) exactly like number one point ben you made that number one point (laughs) yeah dude dude's made a lot of money okay whatever just he's your husband talk to him about it what do you think? That's it. That's all you have to Why do. Why you got to hide it? And you know it's going to come back to him. You know it's going to come back to your, your husband, dude. He's an NBA player. Even though if a lot of people don't know who he is, people know who you are. And then two and two because he's Googleable, Wikipedia findable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, uh, but why did it have to be a secret? 
and y'all are grown, bro. Yes. It's not like they're you're young either. You're a grown woman, like like forties, fifties, maybe? Forties or fifties. And you got an OnlyFans and you couldn't tell your husband of years. Yeah. That's I hope you got that prenup. That is wild to me. Oh yeah, I hundred percent hope you got that prenup. Would that be a betrayal of your relationship? Yeah, I, I so I think the action itself would just raise more questions. Like, I don't know if it's like something where, like, I feel like I could forgive you. It's like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Maybe you, you didn't feel like you were getting enough attention. Like, I, I would want to know why she did it and why it was kept a secret. I think that's the part. If you dig a little bit deeper, then you might find out that there's more things going on, either in her head or in reality that you don't know about. Like, maybe she's hiding something else. But, um, just the, the one action alone, like, okay, she started OnlyFans. All right, but okay. Yeah, that sucks. Whatever. But why couldn't you tell me about it? Or why why didn't you tell me ahead of time that you, you know, um, like just have a mature conversation about, if you want to call it sex work or, or posing nude or selling pictures on the internet. I don't know. The, the way that it comes about, it just sounds like it was very, um, like, the husband in this situation, Joe Smith, was like caught off guard like a motherfucker. So 100%. there's a video of it too of him finding out. Mm. She like recorded him finding out. Ah, uh, yeah, dude, it's, it's what? Crazy. What? I, I noticed. I, I don't know if this shit's fake. It makes me start to think that a lot of stuff on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube is just pre-planned or pre-recorded. I mean, not pre-recorded. Yeah, but basically pre-planned. Like, how do you always have? your phone recording at the right time in the right angle while you're like upsetting these dudes to get their reaction. Ben, I was watching this video the other day. Yeah. I think you're right, man. It's gotta be. All this shit is planned out, pre-recorded. Like, yo, remember the chick with the oysters? Uh, maybe not. No. All right. So it was a big thing that this girl ordered like 49 oysters at a date. Mm -hmm. The dude was like, yeah, I'm not paying for this shit. I'm not paying for it. (laughs) Like, I'm not going to do all this. Yo, when you watch the video again, there's no dude in the video. Oh. She just tells us that there was a dude in the video and that he walked away and then he texts her later. Dude. And even, even apparently, the uh, the chick from the, uh, what is it called? Um, Cheesecake Factory video, all planned out, completely fake. Wow. Yeah. I, I mean, I was thinking about that because there was this video that just came out in this I think you saw it. I think it was posted in one of our group chat, uh, friend group chats. And this woman was going through this dude's phone, but she was sitting in her car and he was on the outside like, oh, don't go through. It's a, it's for the boys. It's a group chat for the boys. And she was like, you guys send nut pictures to each other of your balls? Of your balls. And he's like, yeah, it's for the boys. Yeah, we do that. That's what guys do. Something like that. And I'm just like, who would even record that? Like, how? Like, did you just... I, I don't know. It just seemed a little bit too convenient. And the situation was just like set up a little bit too perfectly. Like you're in the car. Your boyfriend knows you have the phone but can't get in the car. You have the window just roll down just enough so you can hear him. And you've got the camera already recording, you know, on the other side of the car so you can get the whole picture of what's going on. And it just, I don't know, it just seems so fake. But of course, they got a lot of reaction, probably a lot of engagement. You know what's crazy, bro? Roll with me on this real quick. Yep. So just recently, we entered the age of fake news, right? Where news media makes up news to get attention and people see that stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And then we look at boomers and we go, damn, these boomers are believing this news. It's crazy. (laughs) Right? 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 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? We're looking at them. They're on Facebook. They they think this shit is is real and we're laughing at them. Hmm. Then. We go on TikTok and we go on Instagram. Dude, right? we're all suckers. And we do the same fucking shit to ourselves. Yep. Yep. We believe all, all these stories. We believe like it's, uh, we believe all this fake shit. And then we run. And you know what's the worst part about it is? What's that? Us normal people in our normal everyday lives, we bring that dumb shit into our personal lives and our dating lives. And now women think it's okay to. Uh, be upset about the place where you're going for a restaurant and you think you deserve more. Mm. Fucking dinners cost 150 just for two people and I'm supposed to do that weekly with you. Like money isn't crazy right now. 
or dudes running around treating these chicks like they're just pieces of meat because they hear some shit on Andrew Tate's podcast. I know Andrew Tate's your guy. <laughs> not. It's crazy that we take this wild shit and we bring it into our normal lives, bro. I had my ex ask me today, uh, last week. She said, um, what do you think about that? Uh, uh, well, what's your allowance? I said, allowance? Allowance mm. for what? Well, when you're dating somebody, what's your allowance for them? You know, to like get their nails done, blah, 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 get their hair done, whatever, whatever. I said, um, is it you? By the way, guys, I'm, I'm, me and my ex are very close. So it's a long story. Whatever. She's <laughs> like, I'm like, is it you? And she's like, no, just like any girl. I'm like, fuck are you talking about? There's no allowance. If you come into this relationship and you are doing things to keep yourself basically upkept, why would you expect me to now be the person who takes on your basic upkeep? That's insanity to me. We don't come into a relationship and then I go, hey, baby, paying for my haircuts going forward? <laughs> what? <laughs> like, what are we talking about? No. Allowance for my wife to do the things that she does for her basic upkeep to make her happy? Did I say wife? I just meant girlfriend. Girlfriend? It's different for a wife, 100%. What the fuck are we talking about, people? What are we talking about $200 for nails and $300 for hair and dinner dates have to be $150 each? And what is going on with us that we are allowing ourselves to get trapped in this whole thing of this fanciful lifestyle that none of us can afford? <laughs> none of us. We're all faking it, we're all throwing it on a credit card, and we're all going into massive debt to front on a website that steals our data <laughs> and sells it for billions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. It's keeping like, up with the Kardashians, man. What the fuck is wrong with us, bro? Well, you, what are we trying to do? I don't know. I don't know, Trav, but you know what? If you're tired of falling victim to impulsive spending, <laughs> especially while grappling with credit card debt. Yeah. If you're grappling with credit card debt, student loans, or maybe your girlfriend wants to get her hair done and nails, wouldn't you rather have more cash for things like that, vacations, investments, a car, or a new home? Well, the facts are daunting. If you have just $5,000 a $5,000 credit card balance with an 18% interest rate, which is normal for a lot of people, and make $100 monthly payments, it'll still take eight years to pay off, and you'll pay over $4,300 in interest. That's nearly as much as your original balance. So that's why we hate credit card debt, because debt restricts your freedoms. Sorry about that, guys. Um... Yo, that's crazy. But that's why Travis and I decided to take control of our financial future with the anti-spend decal. So here's how anti-spend works. Peel the decal, apply it to your credit or debit card, and write down your unique goals. It's a simple but powerful psychological ally against impulsive charges and unnecessary expenses. The benefits are clear. Save more, stick to your budget, and develop rock-solid control over your debt. And as you transform your spending habits, you'll transform your life. So we'd hate for you to miss out because for a limited time, our friends at Anti-Spend are offering our listeners one free decal. Just use the code REVIEW at checkout on the website, antispend.com, A-N-T-I-S-P-E-N-D.com. That's a $10 value and free shipping, so it's probably around 15 with no risk after all. So you're already saving, and it also makes for a great gift. So if you don't want it, just get it for somebody else in your life. Um, but remember to claim your free decal on antispend.com and use the code REVIEW at checkout. Stick it to impulse, not your wallet. Antispend.com. Ah, oh, man. Yeah. Good job, Ben. You got that one. Good job, Ben. That was great. That was a great. Great. Hey man, you, you set up the alley oop and I just put it in the hole, bro. And just dunked it. But um, yeah, man, everything's crazy. Speaking of crazy, I, I I meant I didn't want to cut you off, but you wanted to talk about another video. I don't know if you still want to talk about that. But when we were talking uh, about the OnlyFans talk about the situation thing. that I was in, but if you want to continue from what we were just talking about, go for it, bro. No, not okay, at all. Opinion. About what? <laughs> Which part? Uh, just just what we're doing to ourselves. You know, just kind of screwing ourselves up with. Uh, 
a lot of the social media stuff, a lot of this uh, listening to people who have no sense on what's actually happening in the real world when it comes to dating or just meeting people in general. I, I feel there's a huge drop off of us just acting like normal people and like we're not even being normal anymore. Ugh. What is normal? Where everybody coming from? No, just maybe that no. is normal. Maybe it is normal it's for not. us to be self-destructive and self <laughs> self-loathing and all other crap. Bro, there's no way, man. There's no way we should all be feeling and acting like this. We should not be. Uh, when we go on these dates, we shouldn't feel like I'm trying to impress. Like, wait, how did how did we go from? Okay, okay, interesting. A lot going on. So, <clears throat> we were talking about just keeping up with appearances and stuff and now we're talking about per uh, and spoiling our significant others and now we're talking about just even getting a date you kind of got to have some kind of um larger than life persona like you're doing super well you've got like a nice car nice clothes uh good style also can afford to take out your date to uh Nice super place. fancy nice restaurant and pay the pay the tab especially if you're a man right oh 100 yeah yeah no if ands or buts if you're dating men if you're dating you're paying and that should be it's an it's a it's it's a no-go it's i mean it's what it is there's no way to get around that i'm not i'm not listening to the 50 50 on inviting women out to a date and you guys go 50 50 i'm not with that yeah, there's a lot of videos out right now that I noticed um, because of the whole, what's the movement? Is it the red pill movement? Uh, it was. I think that thing is dead. Is it? Yeah. Well, anyways, the red pill movement, for those who aren't familiar, is basically, it's it's kind of like masculinity sticking up for itself and pointing out that the uh, there are a lot of flaws in um, in the social like in being social and dating and with women and the unrealistic standards that men have to live up to however it did start to trend to being a lot more toxic and then it did seem to be kind of like men versus women and women today are are evil and here's why i did see a lot of that and that was the red pill movement i didn't know it was completely dead but um i don't know but uh I mean, all the prominent figures, they're out the game now. Mm, they made their money and like, fuck it, fuck you guys, yeah. you're on your own now. <laughs> yeah, I mean. We told you these bitches are crazy. <laughs> the Tates are, uh, have a court thing, uh, Fresh and Fit, demonetized on YouTube, and Sneeko is vastly separating himself from that space quicker than he can, even though it's already ruined his life. Yeah, well. I don't know, man. I just, uh, I just feel like if you date a girl who looks a certain way or, or is at a certain level of pretty, the expectation is to go to a fancier type of restaurant. <laughs> Yo, I, was it? I hate to put you on the spot, but wasn't it you that was like, okay, look, this is my strategy. I just first time I'm going to meet this chick, I want to keep it light and I'll invite them to coffee. And if it doesn't work out, we only bought coffee and we can go on our own way. Um, but I'm not committing to, you know, a fancy restaurant where you can pick anything on the menu and a bottle of wine. We'll just okay. start light, start with coffee, get to know each other. Um, yeah, and I thought that was a that was a good strategy, you know, going in there. If if she likes you, if she likes you, then she'd be I think you'd both be open to doing something a little bit nicer, but does that strategy, do you apply that strategy to... Every single time. It's the great filter. Because <laughs> if a woman is not... This is for me. I'm speaking for myself. I think other people should adopt it. If a woman is not willing to meet you for coffee, where she can come, dress very comfortably, be very comfortable in the meeting, everything feels very public. If she is not willing to at least meet you for coffee and get a sense of who you are, I don't think you should date that person. I don't think that person who thinks they're too good to meet you for coffee at Starbucks, where we all go to, shout out to Erica, um, 
You should date that person. <laughs> like, why should my first date with you be $150 wasted out of my pocket or $200 wasted out of my pocket? Just for you to text me later, be like, hey, I don't, I don't think I'm really feeling this. <laughs> All right, bitch, give me $100 back. <laughs> right? Like, that seems crazy. In our coffee date, we'll feel like if we're feeling each other or not, or if we want to do this again. I've never left a coffee date where a girl's like, yeah, I would love to do this again. Like, I would love to go on a date. Not once. Hmm. Never been an opportunity where she wasn't, I would, I would love to do this again and get to know you better. And I feel like they feel like they can be themselves and feel like they can be normal after they've met me in their sweatpants or their hoodie or their shorts or whatever it is that they came to do a quick coffee run with me. And they never had a coffee date that was only 10 minutes. It always lasts long. And I always feel like I have to say, hey, hey, let's, uh, let's do this again sometime. Like, let's go on a real date. I always feel like I have to end, like, end it because we're just blabbering on for hours or an hour. But, you know, let's sit in a coffee shop for two hours. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Start noticing that I'm bringing different girls in here. Start saying my order and shit. Like, before I even order. Oh, Mr. Parker. Yeah. Tea lemonade again? <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, this is the fourth time you've been here this week. Will it be the usual? Uh, does yeah, does that work? I, I like the filter idea. Like, for you and to protect yourself. Just like, okay, she's hot, but is she down to earth? Is she someone that I can see myself? Um getting along with and not always having to impress her with material things i think that's a pretty clever i, I go. even a step further yeah i lie on my dating profile of what i do for a living what do you put uh i put i'm a t-mobile assistant manager which i used to be uh two years ago mm. but i no longer am but if they can respect me for that job then they'll be more than happy to respect me for the job i do now dude that's awesome that's like joe millionaire type shit <laughs> you, you ever see that uh it was a dating show yes, um i have i have they're I have dating this done. uh wait wait was it joe millionaire or was joe Plummer? no it's uh uh joe uh regular joe or something like that oh yeah yeah, yeah. so you date the regular joe and he turns out to be some wealthy ass dude yeah, yeah. There was the other one, which was I think was Joe Millionaire, where you, they thought they were dating a wealthy ass dude, but he was just a normal ass right, dude. Ass dude. Yeah, yeah, he he was not super wealthy. So, were they um, gold diggers, or are they really looking for love? And did they really find love with Joe Schmo? Joe Schmo. Joe Schmo, bro, you got it. <laughs> yes, you're, you're, you're hitting it. Today. The show is Joe Schmo. It is Joe Schmo. Yo, would you would you date a girl that was on a dating show before? Would I date a girl that was on a dating show yeah. before? Oh, absolutely. Okay. What if it was um, dating uh, dating naked? The show Dating Naked. I think that's what it was called. I don't see why not, bro. You ain't seen titties. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's all good. I get it. I get it. But, uh, yeah, I don't see a problem with that. Oh, yeah. Um yeah, I was a. I was a. Whoa, 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 whoa. Would you? Yeah, I mean, I have actually. So I, I did. Well, shoot. Yeah, I, I dated a girl who was on dated naked before. Um, also, and and I and I knew a girl who was on um one of those shows where, like, they're trying to date, but then they introduce their ex or something like that. Oh man. You know, they throw you for a curve. It's like, okay, here's your ex or something I'm like that. I realize why you love these shows so much. I was like, why does Ben love these shows so much? No, Ben just picking out girls you can date. <laughs> no, dude. <laughs> okay, yeah. So, girl, I'm gonna find you. <laughs> for context, the, I I like like my guilty pleasure. A lot of times is um like these dating game shows, like um um. Not not the Bachelor, but the like the stuff that's on um, Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. And like actually growing up, I really liked shows like um, I think it was like Blind Date and uh, what was the there were a lot of MTV ones. Um, mm -hmm. Jenny McCarthy, what was that? Oh, uh, single something. Singled out. Singled out. S singled out. There was the room. There was the room where it was like yes. girls and guys would date people based on what they found in the room, if they thought they yeah, would get along raiders. with them. Room Raiders! Room Raiders. Oh, you're talking about Hey Dave MTV show. Yeah, that too. But there's but other stuff. Like now they even have um, 
uh, Netflix. Love is blind. Yeah, there's Love is Blind, and there's uh, the one where you can't like have sex. What the fuck? I can't think right now. Today's unofficial sponsor of Haterade, by the way. I'm not going to give them a shout out because they're messing up my flow. <laughs> Man, why can't I think of it? Like, um, Anyways, I like those shows because to me, they give you like a look into the psychology of what people look for in their partner, in dating, in love. And I think that's one of the things that everyone's always tried to conquer. They want to be desirable. They want to be loved. They want to be pimps they're gonna be a mac with the ladies um and like it's so fascinating to me like the the concept that we were talking about earlier like with joe schmo and joe millionaire are they in it for the money and the attention and the lifestyle or are they really in it for love and um there's a lot of shows that kind of test that like the love is blind show for example where you only get to talk to the other person you never get to see them I don't agree with the whole concept that you have to kind of get engaged to them. Yeah, that, I was just That's a little it. bit overkill. Yeah, they took it a little too far with it, but go ahead. But the psychological aspect, I, I really dig. I don't like, oh, she was on the show, so I'm going to date her. I actually went out with the girl before she was on the show, so I don't know if it really counts. Can I go through a list of names and you can just say yes or no? We're going to do a lightning round real, real quick. Wait, real quick. what? I just have a few names here that are from uh, Dating Naked. It's only like one season, so I don't know which season. I think there were three. three. Yes, three seasons. So I'm going to name some names. You just say yes or no if I hit the name. I'm going to say the full name. You ready? Real quick. All right. Jesse. No. Roxy. No. Amy. No. Natalie. No. Lena. Nope. Mika. Nope. That's all I got. All right, well, let's move forward. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Man, if it was Roxy, I was about to jump through this mic and kill you, bro. No, I don't even know what she looks like. It's I, I Roxy Diaz from 106 and Park. I never, I didn't even really watch. Oh, I didn't even really watch the show, but um, I watched her episode. Like I saw her. So, okay. Can I get three more names? Yeah, sure. Kristen. No. Angelica. No. Stephanie? Nope. Diana? What was that? Diana? No. Got Camille? Nope. Michelle? Nope. D? Nope. Carrie? Nope. Oh my god. Valentina? Nope. Alright, I'd have to murder if it was Valentina. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what they look like. Yeah. Are they That's like? Cool. Oh, would you murder me because she's hot and I dropped the ball? Or yeah, absolutely, Valentina is. Oh, actually, no. Maybe the picture that I saw wasn't. No, she's not hot. Never mind. I don't think you would even get her. My bad. Dang. By the way, guys, Ben dates very, very beautiful woman. Oh, he's thank one you, of those guys. Thank he's you. One the, he's one of the ones. He's one of the special ones. Um, honestly. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I pre, I appreciate that though. I appreciate that. <laughs> I genuinely, I do rather look for a connection, but I do want to have like an amount of attraction. I think that is super duper important. Um, to be attracted to your partner, and oh, I agree. Unfortunately, 100%. maybe that does make me a little bit shallow, but I really have come to a point in my life where. The attractiveness is critical, but it is not the only thing I need. You know, substance and um, personality. It's just a feeling that you get like, okay, I want to be around you all the time and I want you yeah, to be around yeah, me yeah. type thing. I'm not sharing you. You're mine. You're mine. Yeah. No, I completely agree. <laughs> That's not weird. But, but yeah. I do think actually very important. Like I want, want to, like I want to feel like I want to see you naked every time you're around me. And there are girls that I've dated where I do not feel that way. I'm like, can I go home? I just want to watch an anime by myself. <laughs> but there's other girls who I'm like, please show me a titty. Just one. Just one. <laughs> just one. Just one. I'll be good. You dog, you. <laughs> I'll, t I'll tell you after the show um, who it was. Okay, cool. But you didn't not name her, so I don't know. So the thing with the show, too, is I think they would have, like, two or three people and then like say it was like one guy and then he'd meet like three girls at a time and then he'd pick which one he liked 
So there's probably a lot more on there that um you didn't get to and you didn't name her. So but uh <laughs> I, yeah, and I bring this up because I think we also had a conversation one time. Um would you date someone who was it I, I think you posed the question. Was it would you date someone who was had an OnlyFans account? Was it that? Probably. Or would you date someone who gets naked for a living, something like that? Okay. Oh, and you're just comparing it to what I did. Uh, would you date a reality star? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, I was just I, asking. I would 100 percent date a reality star because they're just normal people at the end of the day. They just happen to be on TV. They're not like popping their boom boom. Are they? Yo, it's so funny because I wonder if that's still the case. Now you can definitely treat them like normal people, but a lot of the ones who are on these dating shows on, say, Netflix. They end up getting huge following and then they end up getting like huge heads and almost like B-list celebrities, but kind of like how Jersey Shore, those people got turned into celebrities in a way. Um, I've noticed that with a lot of people on these reality shows on and like The Circle and all this stuff, but them dating shows on from Netflix, now they are like almost larger than life and you can't just approach them. They have like a, a pumped up head or something. Yeah, but to me, I think the most important thing is to me, they're not, they're not a celebrity. So if I meet you, right, and you're on a dating show, I'm not looking at you like a celebrity. I'm just looking at you as a girl that I'm interested in. And I think that's the most important part because then I won't treat you like you're a celebrity. Too. Like, yeah, yeah. If if I'm going on a date with Halle Berry, bro, I'm quivering. I'm like, shaking. who are you? What? <laughs> I'm no, you're in the movies. Uh, the Netflix show was too hot to handle, by the way. Um, would you? Caesar loved. Oh, no, you and Chuck loved. Yeah, yeah, we, we would talk about that show all the time. Um, would you date a porn star? Former or current? We'll do both. Okay. Uh, current, absolutely not. Uh, former, after a couple of years? Yeah, I'm cool with that, bro. You at the game, you're not popping no more. You're trying to change your <laughs> life around a little bit. Like, uh, who's that porn star who's like trying to become an actress? Um, Sasha Gray. Yeah, Sasha Gray. I paid Sasha Gray. Why not? You got some interesting stories. Yeah, she did. I saw an interview with her. Um, it was like a movie where they interviewed different people in the movie, and she was in it, and she seemed pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. That's just what the side they showed us. Um, what's the other chick who's like Muslim? Would you date her? Uh, are you talking about um? She's actually done some stuff recently, right? Also, glasses. Uh, um, uh, Mia yeah. Khalifa. Yeah, Mia Khalifa. I wouldn't date her. Mainly because no. she's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> she'd just be saying some outlandish stuff, and I'm like, ah, I don't know, my pants be okay, but yeah. So right I was now. gonna, I was gonna say, uh, unfortunately, a lot of the women who go through that thing are um, they probably do have like psychological issues or or um a temperament that the normal person can't handle i i don't i don't know really oh dude huh oh my god have i yeah of course well, i mean like like crazy like uh like you think they have some mental issues going on that they have unresolved. yeah mm -hmm. yeah yeah yeah. What made you think you could uh, stay for it? I didn't. That's why I'm single. <laughs> um, yeah. No. There's. There's a. Uh, it just. You. You try. Like, cause I feel like you try to see the good in them. Just like if you said you dated a former porn star, you try to treat them like a human being, and you know, okay, they got a lot to give still. Like, they're still an interesting person. I'm still attracted to them. This and that. Maybe they're also like awesome in bed. So you want to kind of like make it work, but sometimes there's just values or a line that you can't find compromise on. So you just got to fucking let it go. There's a lot of chicks out there. Um, speaking of, I was <laughs> not too long. I deleted my account by the way, but when I was most recently single, I was bored and like, what? like, I was bored so i opened up a bumble account was it bumble i think it was bumble yeah open up a bumble account and i'm just swiping away just seeing what's out there right guess who fucking showed up and i don't know if it was scam or if it was real 
but there was a uh, there was a porn star on there and uh what do you think i swipe left or right bro come on come on you know i know you swiped right <laughs> <laughs> i know you want to that yo <laughs> i did i swiped right i like i just it's just kind of like a um a curiosity right right like when i asked you would you date a porn star and you said like current or 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 former um it's one of those things it's not necessarily on my bucket list but it's one of those things it's like it's a cool story it's like the halloween thing like mm. i want to have like experiences and maybe nothing ever comes about it but it would just be cool just to be like yeah i met this girl and she was okay. she was actually really cool blah blah blah, blah. it just didn't work out um porn stars on the show. what's that maybe we should start inviting porn stars on the show <laughs> <laughs> we can try but uh yeah no um but anyways yeah so i saw one on there i swiped right sure but um i didn't hear anything because obviously my profile sucks otherwise you know it would have been in the bag yeah you would have had it oh in the bag <laughs> yeah she's probably gets flooded with you know requests of people like um but all these women do and that's yeah 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 itself but even being a porn star i bet it's double or triple it's like i've seen you naked i've seen bro. how nasty all, you get in bed like all these women bro from girls who we think are threes to girls who are tens all of them are getting flooded by men daily and it's not like it's real life anymore uh this girl like i've been talking to her for a few weeks just on some friend shit. uh she lives in texas and she's been telling me about like a lot of the guys that she's been dating lately and how they kind of like stand her up and uh she's also bisexual so uh, a lot of the girls kind of like stand her up too she's not the best looking girl but you know everybody has options out here and there's a lot of options when you're dating <laughs> Her issue was like people are such assholes, and she's gonna cancel her account. I'm like, yo, I'm I've been listening to you for like a couple weeks now, like talking about the stuff, and you know, I kind of just rolled with it. I don't want to say how I really felt, but I just want to speak candid. I feel like we're at the point where I can be candid with you. Like, you have to understand, like this whole dating shit online is a game. Like, yeah, all of it's a game. Like, people have so many options right now that they don't need to listen to you or stay with you or be with you if they don't want to. And that's for guys and girls. Like guys get a lot of people daily. They may not be the kind of people that they're attracted to because I feel like there's a level of attractiveness that guys need as opposed to what women need. But people have options. So there is no obligation. And if you want to feel like that normal connection where people feel like they're working towards getting to know you, then you need to go outside in the real world. In the real world, everything is different. Everything is how you want it to be. Where people, if they say they're going to meet you somewhere, they'll meet you somewhere because in the real world, people are more engaging, uh, a little bit more desperate <laughs> for <bad>. people. <laughs> no, no, you got to understand, right, man? In the real world, right, when you mm -hmm. are dating and you are not using online as a crutch, you're maybe only meeting one or two people a month. Those mm. are normally suggestions from friends. And you put more effort into it because you don't want to look bad on the person who put you in that situation. Hmm. So real world dating is a lot more difficult. And if you want that, that's where you should be. And she tore into me. People shouldn't be like that. Uh, you're part of the problem in the world. Ooh, I'm like, what? I'm like, yo, I'm out here just playing the game. I'm just playing the rules. I don't care how things are supposed to be right now. I'm playing the game for the way it was dealt. She's like, and then she's like, well, if people uh, were like you, then people like you wouldn't be free. Mind you, she is a white woman. And when she said people like me, she meant people. <laughs> and she also meant, <laughs> she also meant people like Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. If they weren't there, I wouldn't be free right now. And I was like, whoa. Oh. I see who you are as a person now. This conversation is over. Dang. But I'm just saying that online is not real life. There are way too many yeah. options online. Mm -hmm. And that's why the game is fucked up and that's why people treat each other that way dude that's two episodes in a row where we're pointing out how social media and online behavior has reshaped society and has actually probably made things worse so bad. for us 
you know, and future generations too. Imagine what they're going to have to go through. Don't get me started on this money shit, bro. Because we were talking about it personally earlier today. Yeah. Now I feel like talking about it, but you know, we'll save it for another day. Yeah, I mean, if you want, does it is it related to this topic? Maybe, but you know, you got to keep these people coming back for some good stuff, man. Whole another week coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah, it's tough, man. Um, I th- I think maybe. I don't know, maybe your friend just wanted it to be easier or as easier as easy as it is online because you know you get options. I was actually talking about it with someone and it's kind of I said it was kind of addicting. And it's because you're window shopping for people. Mm-hmm. You're like, "Nope, nope, nope, yep, 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 nope, nope, yep, nope." Like when you have so much so many options I'm not saying you have like a lot of people that you think are suitable. I'm just saying there's a lot of people presented on a screen at you. And a a lot of them might even be bots. They might not be real. They might be prostitutes. But they're there. And you're swiping left and right. Like you don't even read the profiles anymore. I still try to read the profiles if it's someone like I think is uh, I'm attracted to. I still read the profile. But it's just it's rapid fire you first got to catch my eye and it's probably like that for everyone i'm assuming because there's just so much volume and you have to sift through it but now you're you're, it's it's almost like a meat market it's like you're walking by different like cuts of meat or you're in the mall and you see all these mannequins and it's like nope 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 i'll take that nope 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 i'll take that i'll take that let me get that and man it's it feels weird and then but it also kind of sucks too if you don't get picked right away or picked back or the conversation fizzles out i've noticed that too uh, honestly with a lot of um prettier girls online probably because they have options um pretty girls don't know how to talk oh my god they're the worst it's it's just that simple they don't know how to carry a conversation they're They're sitting there talking about bullshit 50 percent of the time those skin questions like you so where do you work you like your job? Yeah, that's my job. Oh my god, yeah. What do you think about the market nowadays? What market? I like fish. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're the ones who get bored with you. It's like what? Yeah, <laughs> um, Unless you talk about vacations, they love talking about vacations. Oh, there's a hint like for you, day. men out there. Talk about vacations. There you go. That's a good. That's a good opener. That's no, a terrible opener. Okay, fine. Don't use it. Don't, <laughs> don't use it. It only works for Travis. It only works for Travis. He could talk oh, about vacations. Man, don't use that, bro. It's like their cl- it's like their crutch. What? What? <laughs> it's like their crutch, like their topic crutch. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, man. I don't know. Force them into like a real situation. Dude, we're gonna we're gonna have to dedicate like a whole episode to online dating. There's so much to hate about it, so much to dissect about it. It really is. I think we should invite a couple who are already together, like married couple, and then people who are single, and we get all everybody's opinion, and we all talk. That'll be fun. It would be fun. Yeah, we should do that. Maybe we should set that up for the next episode. Let's see what we could do. Yeah, let's see if we could do that. Yeah, definitely. All right, cool. Hey guys, that's our next episode. Make sure you <laughs> tune in. And if it's not, make sure you listen to it anyway. Because um, I think we're definitely getting into a, a good vibe. Like, I think we're starting to catch our, our stride here, guys. So, um, road to 20. Yeah, we're on that road to 20. This is episode nine, by the way. Jesus, <laughs> we're halfway there, bro. Yeah, we're halfway there. Pretty cool. So, I think we've been um, uh, on this path for about three months now. I, I do kind of feel like we are catching our vibe, though. Yeah, totally. All right, y'all. Hey, look, we talked about a lot of stuff today. Um, we got to get ready for Halloween. <laughs> Halloween and Monday Night Football because we record on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, anyways, check us out on our next week's episode of the Haters Hangout. You can email us or follow us um, online and social media at podcast at hatershangout.com. You can get our sponsors free product at antispend.com and use code review at checkout and get something for free um and if it's not for you get it for one of your friends you know 
or get it for your friends as a gag and they'll actually probably actually like it and it'll help them gain some financial independence um trav you got anything any shout outs once again everybody thank you for listening to the show we love you guys uh we love all the support we're getting from our friends and family and new listeners and remember haters never die we just multiply thanks for listening guys Thank you.